Hey love, welcome back to another episode of Lessons from Behind My Chair. I'm your host, Angela B. Fuller, master hairstylist turned transformation coach. Today is, you know what time it is. It is First Sunday and I am so excited because it is with First Sunday that I go to God's word to bring an episode in hopes that through my own understanding of God's word, it could be helpful to you. So today I will be reading from Psalms 139 verse 14. But before I dive in, you know, I have a pop question for you. And it is the pop question that I want you to think about and um, take some time and, and delve into and answer it for yourself. It's always a question that leads into the uh, explanation of um, our episode. So today, my pop question is, who are you? Again, who are you? That is my pop question for you today. And also, how do you define yourself? By what standard, by whose standard do you define yourself? So let's dive in. Let's just hop right on into it. And so with, um, with Psalms 139 verse 14, just the prelude, you are who God says you are. I know that is how I see myself. I am who God says I am. Now, I haven't always seen myself as that person, but as I have grown, I as I have um, come to know myself, not just from as a as a physical being, but as a spiritual being, it has totally uh, redefined who I say I am and how I see myself. Psalms 139 verse 14 says, I praise you because you are fearfully and wonderfully made. Check that out. You are fearfully and wonderfully made. I don't know about you, but there are times when or there were times and still are times that I do not let people uh, know who I am completely because I am afraid that sometimes showing that or revealing that will maybe cause someone to take advantage of me or people might discover something about me that they could use to their advantage and my disadvantage. And so there have been many a times that I would show who a portion of who I am, but not the fullness of who I am. And I don't know about you, but that has been my experience. Now, in my last episode, I talked about faith, the last episode of First Sunday, and I want you to go check it out um, if you want to know more about it. But in that episode, I talked about faith and belief. And once you've developed your faith and belief in God and, and belief in yourself, 
then it's only fitting that you merge the question of who are you so that you could be fully functioning so that you can show up in a, in a way that you're not constantly questioning yourself or you're so concerned about what other people think that you hold back all of your goodness and all of your glory and all of your gifts. So I'm going to, I'm going to try and, um, break it down in a way that creates understanding. So the next time you ask yourself that question, you'll have a better understanding of, um, how, how magnificent you are, not because of who someone else says you are, but because of how you were formed, how you came into being and the care and the respect and the reverence that came with you from birth. Because after all, you know, we are made in God's image. And again, I say, the psalmist David said, I praise you because I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Your works are wonderful. I know that full well. So isn't that something? If we are the image and the likeness of God, then of course, when he made us, he made us or he gave us a piece of everything that he is all about. So just in knowing that when you think about your self-worth, when you think about your self-love, the ability to love yourself, all of that is God-given. You were born with it. It's part of your DNA. No human on earth <laughs> gave that to you. The definition of you has nothing to do with how someone else defines you. And yes, I know there are times and circumstances in our lives when we, we have believed with other human beings, human beings that are, that are our equal place the label on us, which we took it at a definition or way to define us. But let's be clear. We are not who other people say we are. Yes, we are identified by our birth name. Yes, we are identified by what we do in our profession Yes, we are sometimes even identified by what we create, what we put out into this world. But what I want you to ask yourself on a regular basis is, who am I? What am I here for? What am I supposed to be doing? And how do I want to use my gifts and to show up as the person that God created me to be. You know, it's like, even if you are not necessarily showing up as your best self, you know, understand that even you not being your best self is just a temporary condition, 
a temporary situation that we all find ourselves in. But the key is to acknowledge yourself for how God sees you and make it a, a commitment. Make a commitment to yourself to always try and pick yourself up within 24 hours when you feel yourself feeling low. And you can do that in many a ways. You can read an inspirational book. You can go to God's word and find out and, and, and seek scripture that that's very uplifting, uh, seek scripture that, um, shifts your mindset, seek scripture that where, where God talks about how you were created in his image and his likeness. You know, you can do a number of things to help pull you out of that temporary spot of feeling downtrodden. And when you do that and you meditate on that, then you begin, you will begin to see yourself differently. And when you see yourself differently, you begin to feel differently and then you begin to show up differently. So always take the time to examine where these feelings come from, these feeling of lack, these these feelings of worthlessness, these feelings of these feelings of not being enough, uh, these feelings that you don't deserve respect, the feeling that you don't deserve to have what you want. These are self-limiting beliefs and they have, they serve no purpose in your life. And so we've got to, we've got to look to the divine sources most times to find out who we are and to pull ourselves out of the state of depression, to pull our, to pull ourselves out of a state of anxiety, to pull ourselves out of a state of less than. You know, pay attention to who God says you are and not who man says you are. And so when we talk about when, when Psalms, when the book of Psalms 139, 14 talks about being fearfully made, what the word is saying is that God took time and attention to create you. He did. He just didn't think about this. There are billions of human beings in this world and there's only one you uniquely made. He took, God took his time and he placed, he placed your features where he wanted them to be. And not just your physical body, the color of your hair, the color of your eyes, the thickness of your hair, the softness of your skin, your internal organs, your lymphatic system, your nervous system, all of these intricate details, all of it is special to you. There's no duplication. Even when you think about uh, identical twins, to the physical eye, they may look the same, but if you examine them on a closer level, everything is different. 
Their personalities are different. How they feel about a thing is different. There is absolutely no one else like you. Never has been made, never will be made. And that alone should give you a sense of, hey, no one does it the way I do it. Hey, nobody can be the way I be. You are unique. So let's not shy away from our uniqueness. Let's not shy away from our gifts. Let's not shy away from our idiosyncrasies. It is who we are. We don't have to, we don't have to uh, work hard to be like anyone else. We can just have this softness of being content and self-assured of who we are. Yes, we want to work for improvement. We want to work for advancement. We want to work towards elevation. But when we get down to the the bottom line of who and whose we are, remember you are fearfully that means made with respect. You are wonderfully made. And no one, absolutely no one is created like you. God's character goes into each of his creation. And you are part of his creation. There is much respect that was put into you. Sometimes we forget that, but I am here to remind you that you are more than enough. Begin to walk in that knowing. Okay. I'll talk to you soon. Okay. Bye.